Welcome back to the Bushnell Project and Making Marriage Great. Wanting to continue with part two, or let me start part two, speaking to my sons and any of you guys that are out there uh, taking notes. So one of the things I like to do on on this podcast is encourage us in scripture, talking about how we read scripture or take it in by listening to it whatever by whatever means but that we are in God's word. So being in God's word is reading it or listening to it and then thinking on those things. And I want to encourage you guys along that lines in thinking about a word or a thing that God tells us to do. So one of the things that we're instructed to do is to love. And this Sunday in our church we started a series and it's talking about the great commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, strength, and mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself, right? And so, in looking at that, I was thinking about love and how we're called to love. And Martin Luther is credited with this. The more a person loves, the closer he approaches the image of God. And to think about how do we love? How do we love our wives? How do we love our fellow brothers and sisters? How do we love those not only closest to us, but how do we love our neighbors? And thinking about some of the scripture in reviewing scripture and what's out there and things like that. So here's some scripture on on love in just the New Testament, okay? And and skipping over Matthew, Mark, and Luke and going straight to John. This is my, my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. That's John 15, verse 12. And then a few verses later in verse 17 Jesus says this, these things I command you that you love one another. Now, Paul's going to pick up on this theme and let's look at what Paul says in Romans 12, 10, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. So in case you're not sure what is kindly affectionate, uh, well, it's brotherly love, right? Or brotherly love is kindly affectionate, but showing that affection toward one another in the context of community. That's what he's talking about there in Romans. And then he goes on in chapter 13 when he says, Oh, no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. That's Romans 13, 8. And then Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 16, 14. Now, a lot of people look at Corinthians, the great love chapter, chapter 13. But we're not even going to go there because I'm talking about these commands to love, right? Let all that you do be done with love. So, what are you doing? Well, it should be done in love. 1 Corinthians 16, 14. And then Galatians 5, 14. Paul is writing here. For all the laws have filled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So getting out of the, well, I love God. So that allows me to do this. Well, no, no, no. Do you love your neighbor as yourself? So there's two things you have to love. One is yourself and the other is your neighbor. And then in it, he, he writes in Ephesians chapter 5. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us. And then in 1 Thessalonians 4, 9, But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. So it's already written in the law that you should love one another, right? And then in Hebrews, the author of Hebrews says this in ten twenty four, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Now, this is in the context, again, of community. So stirring up love or stirring up one another into 
for good works, right? So these are action words, guys. These are things that we need to be thinking about. How are we loving? <laughs> how are we loving our wives, cherishing our lives, our our wives? Those kind of things. For my younger sons who aren't married, that how how are we loving ourselves? How are we loving our the people that we live with, the people that we work with, the people we go to school with? These are really the questions to ask and to answer. Um, James says this in 2.8, If you really fulfill the royal law according to Scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. First Peter, he goes on, well, James doesn't, but Peter goes on in First Peter 1.22, Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit in sincere love of the brethren, Love one another freak, uh, fervently with a pure heart. And then, and then he goes on in, in the same letter, First Peter, and in chapter 4, verse 8. Above all things, have fervent love for one another. And then John, and kind of wrapping it up, and this is in John's first letter, First John, in chapter 3 and chapter 4. I'll wrap it up here real quick. Uh, he says this in in chapter 3, verse 11. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. And then he continues on in uh, verse 23, and this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment, right? And then he wraps it up and with this, and this commandment we have from him that he who loves God must love his brother also. All right, so he even pleads with us in the second letter, second John, Verse 5, he says this, And now I plead with you, not as though I wrote a new commandment to you, but that which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. So you get the idea, right? We are to we're to love one another. And so in the context of family and marriage and our wives, how are we really loving those who are probably the easiest and maybe the hardest to love? Because we know them the best, we're with them the most. How are we loving them? And are we loving them in these in this way that makes us more like Christ, more like God? So I just encourage you guys today. Hope you're having a great day. Praying you have a great day. Be in the Word. Be in the Word. Be in the Word. That's the Word of the day. God bless.